Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Are you sitting comfortably, Graham? I am. Then we'll begin. Okay. I was recently on LinkedIn. Do you use LinkedIn? Yeah, occasionally. Okay, so I made an announcement on LinkedIn about another type of job that I do to drive conversation and to get sales. And you do like another that. type of job? I do, proper one. Oh, I thought when you left here, what happens to people when they leave your company? Do they exist? I imagine you vaporised, a bit Doctor Huey, I know, Doctor Huey. So I use LinkedIn for my other job, put out a notice on LinkedIn to gain people's attention to get sales. And this lady, Amanda, messaged me and she said, oh, it's really nice to see you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. I thought, I don't know who you are. Oh. And then she said, we haven't spoken to each other for ages, it'd be really good to catch up. And I was like, yeah, it'd be really nice. And, you know, you say that sort of thing, you have no intention of actually it coming into fruition. That's then... where I've gone wrong then. I say things like, who are you again? And I never hear from them again. No, well, that's probably what I should have done. <laughs> I was chatting back to her and I was trying to work out where I knew this person from. And as you know, I haven't got the best memory in the world, Greg. Who are you as well? So, <laughs> I'm not brilliant with people's names and sometimes I forget where I've met them. So I was trying to tease out where I'd met this person before. Yeah. And then she came back, she went, well, I live near you, I live, I live near Guildford, why don't we just meet up and have a coffee? And I thought, oh yeah, no problem, I must know her. Yeah. So we'll meet up and have a coffee. So I made arrangements, and on the day that I was gonna meet up for a coffee, my car had to go in for a service, and I suddenly went, oh no, I don't have a car to get to where I need to go to meet her for a coffee, and I only had half an hour. So I just went, do you wanna to come to my house? <gasps> This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Bearing in mind, I still can't remember where I know this person from. Yeah. So she goes, yeah, sure, no problem at all. Give me her address. She turns up. I thought, when I see her face, I am bound to know. Of course, of course. Of course you are. I would. (laughs) She turned Uh, up, she knocked on the door. I was like, I have no idea who you are. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I'm now starting to think, have we ever actually met or have I just invited a random to my house? Yeah. Right? I'm she worried. seems very pleasant and she's very well dressed and she comes in and make her a cup of coffee. And You're I'm not thinking, a ghost, are you? Because no. I know the story ends all right because you're here. But <laughs> I'm just she didn't checking. kill me. That okay. was all right. Okay, for anybody so then... listening, this is me. Yeah, just checking that Emily is solid matter. Solid yeah. matter. Sol- That's wobbly, wobbly matter. <laughs> so she comes in, we have a cup of coffee. And I'm still thinking, I've no idea who you are. So I think I'm going to be really clever and ask open questions. Okay. So I started with, What, you mean open, it'll reveal who she is? (laughs) Open. It'll reveal who on earth this woman is in my house. (laughs) So I said to her, gosh, how long has it been? (laughs) And she turns around and she goes, well, it's been a really, really long time, actually, hasn't it? (laughs) She's thinking, who is this woman I've just come to have coffee with? I'm thinking, you're not giving me anything. And I went, well, really, I mean, how, how long? Put, try and put, a thing, put your finger on it. How long do you think it's been? And she went, well, it must have been many years because we were at junior school together. <gasps> we were at junior school together. Uh, oh, my. She was lovely. We had a lovely coffee. We're probably going to do some business together. And I've seen her several times since. But for a few moments there, I was very, very nervous. Yeah. Well, you but, should have phoned me and put her on the phone. 
Jill and I have got a way of dealing with this when we go to a do. Yeah. I am terrible at remembering people's names. But I might have met them when I was on set and sort of had a chat over a coffee. Yeah. But then six months, a year later, I can't remember who Steve or whatever Fred is. So at these do's, they'll come up and if I sort of tap Jill in a loving way, she'll go, oh, hello, I'm Jill. Um, and straight away they'll say, oh, I'm Steve or whatever. And so I know. If Jill introduces herself, they feel they've got to give their name to Jill. And then she looks at me and I'm looking the other way. Then she gives me a loving punch. <laughs> Straight <laughs> across just, the right side of your head. You tapped me, I got Steve's name, and now you're looking away. <laughs> <laughs> I used the similar sorts of tricks, but at this stage, you know, this person's in my house, so it went a bit too far. Yeah. But um, yeah. Did she bring a bunny <laughs> ask you for a pan of boiling water? <laughs> yeah. Got no water on. Um, <laughs> it's just the fact that social media yeah. opens up these channels to people yeah. that generations ago, even 10 years ago, when when you left school, you never saw those people again. Never. You know, unless you bumped into them in the middle of the supermarket, you had no hope. And you'd have that awkward exchange of, what are you doing? Are you married? Are you divorced? What are you doing for a job? Have you got children? Great, lovely to see you. Never want to see you ever again. Goodbye. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. You've, yeah. you've done your bit for the polite police. I came across an autograph book the other week from when I left junior school. At that time, there was a routine where every kid got an autograph book and got every other kid to sign their autograph book. So I was seeing names like, no idea, no idea, don't know. Sandra Bowles folded over the corner of the pink page, drawn a heart on it. When you lifted it up, it was something like, uh, love you forever. And you're like... Sandra Bowles or Sandy Bowles? <laughs> no, 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 this is nothing biological. Oh. Sandra. Okay. Bowles. B O W. Bowles. Oh, it's the accent. Apologies. Okay. okay yeah. And you don't remember her at all. Ain't got a clue. Uh, <laughs> Gillian. You remember, changed her life. Uh, if she yeah. listens to this, she'd be absolutely devastated because yeah. the Graham Java she remembers was thoughtful, kind, yeah, loving, and remembered people. And <laughs> remembered people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you see them every day, and that's why they have a register, I think, for people like me. Yeah. So, as they call out names, Sandra Bowles, yes, and they put the hand up. Yes. You think, yes, that's Sandra Bowles. Yes. If they didn't have the register, I wouldn't know who my classmates are in the <laughs> playground. They'd come up, Graham, what do you like? And I'd be looking for somebody to tap to say, introduce yourself, introduce yourself. I ain't got a clue. That's your best friend, is it? What's her name? <laughs> Hello, bestie. <laughs> yes, that's where bestie comes from. Exactly. Then. So you yeah. have to say their name then. Yeah. We're too busy to remember people. BFF. Names. They call it BFF, don't BFF. they? Because bestie could be probably misinterpreted as bestial. <laughs> what? You've just turned bestie into something seedy. <laughs> But I find that people can get hold of you now from school. And I had a text oh, last night Sorry. I'm going, oh, the... going back away from the bestiality conversation that we were sliding yeah. into. <laughs> um, and a friend of mine last night from school messaged me through Facebook. And I'm going to name check her because I actually know she listens to the podcast. Oh. Her name's Arlia. Okay. Yeah. And she's got a wonderful sense of humour and she's now a fully qualified doctor. So she messaged me last night because uh -huh. she doesn't live far from where I live and she's... Uh, God, everybody, <laughs> everybody lives near her. Nobody that, well, one thing I have learnt is no one that I went to school with has moved out of the area, that's for sure. Okay. And they all have managed to find me through social media. Okay. Which is wonderful. Have you changed your name? Thought about no, that? No, but I think okay. I might have to. Uh. So Alia messaged me last night, right, and we were discussing the fact that our school has put up a digital repository. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no wonder we're going into the world of doctors <laughs> and so medicine. Set up a digital repository. So you can go into the digital repository, you can put your name in, and you can search through all of the school archives. Oh, and any goodness. photographs of you or any articles or anything like that will automatically come up. Don't they need your permission for that, though? Because photos, surely well, that's... Because you're not allowed. Yeah. We went and to they're photos of kids. We went to a school... And one of the teachers, who I'll call Mr Happy, was happily taking lots of pictures on his iPad and saying to people, don't worry, don't worry, uh, they'll all be going on the website. And oh. Jill said, no way, what about privacy? And you yes. need our permission. And, and uh, ugly kids, you uh, don't want them on your website. Ugly kids, especially yeah. people getting in touch, right? Mm -hmm. I know. Who's, who's found you? No, no one's found me, actually. In fact, I don't think even... <laughs> if anyone's listening and they want to find Graham. <laughs> yes, I think no one's my friend. My Facebook page certainly is. I think everybody else... Your Facebook page is Faces the only Facebook book. page that I know on Facebook that's dusty. That's how much use it gets. <laughs> yes. Anybody, part-time job cleaning my you keep, Facebook You keep getting shelves. emails from Facebook going, we're going to have to archive you. We, we have suspicions you're dead. Have you actually got any interactions or friends? When was the last time you posted on Facebook? What's that then, posting? Is that something <laughs> yeah, one should yeah, do? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You put a stamp on it, don't now, you? This person had found someone who got in touch with them, like you, didn't know who they were, mm. and it turned out they didn't actually know them, but they'd seen their posts and they liked the idea of being a friend. Mm. So over the months, they were talking about moving to this country. They lived in South Africa. They were high up in the American army. Mm. And they were thinking of moving to the South Coast when they retired. And they're going to buy a house. But this is a fraudster. And it turned out, well, the, the person believed it. Like, yeah. where's the harm? Where's the damage? Yeah. So we were worried about this. And I took their Facebook photo and did a reverse lookup. <gasps> What's it's a easy reverse to do. Lookup? If you've got a photograph, yeah. there are several sites. You just say, do a reverse lookup, and it will come back with hundreds of pictures, if not the exact same one, mm. very close to that original. In this case, this person was supposedly an Israeli general. Uh, At what point did so, she go, he sounds like a fabulous person no, she's to come still, up and bow with? This person still believed it was all perhaps true. Oh, right, OK. And so uh, Jill messaged the general and said... Don't want to disturb you, but are you actually talking to this person or yeah. is it a fraudster? He got in touch with Facebook and straight away that person's account was taken down. Ah. So back to your school. Yeah, I don't know who's contacting me then. If you had photos of all these children, someone could take a photograph mm. using their phone of the screen yeah. and do reverse lookups. Can and I be find stuff can out. I be slightly uh, realistic on this one? Because mm. it was the nineteen eighties. And the archives are a little bit fudgy. Mm -hmm. The photo quality, literally, you had to squint, look sideways and go cross-eyed to work out that it was you. Because it's so grainy. Yeah. It, I mean, it's so, so grainy. The one decent photograph where I could identify my own features, I looked like the most ungrateful and miserablest teenager in the history of the world. <laughs> who was so unimpressed with having my picture taken that it actually should be a poster child for reasons why teenage balls should be reinstated because I just look like such an arrogant muppet. <laughs> So no one's bothering in, with that. In our class, everybody squinted anyway. Yeah. Every, the nickname, you know, the person who... It's like when you're trying to find an original name for something yeah. nowadays, yeah. like a band, you might say, oh, what about the Beatles? Already been done. Yes. Uh, in our class, people would have the nickname Squinty. Then you say, well, 
I want to be squinty. You can't be. You've already got a squinty. So we, you couldn't have squinty 32. Why were you all squinty? I don't, well, Something no, in the water? No, everybody needed glasses. No one had the money. Well, nobody had the people who knew that. Oh, right. It's like everybody was short-sighted. It's like people blamed it on the fog. It's everybody bumped into each other. A chain of people leading each other through the fog. It's as clear as day, said the one good-sighted person. You're drawing up a very worrying image of your schooling with short-sighted people. Did you, you go first... to a special optical school? Was no, but that the, it? the first optician made a killing. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he found out NHS glasses for kids were now free, is that right? One in after another. Exactly. His secondary line, next door to his spectacle shop, yeah. was a shop selling elastoplasts to fix the glasses. What was your school like? <laughs> what, the <laughs> junior school? Yeah, junior school. What was it like growing up? It was real fun. A lot of playground things, you know, skipping, yeah. throwing ball, and teachers who were fairly friendly. And are you still in touch with anyone you went to school with now? I went to a school reunion. Oh. Yep. See, that's become more popular, hasn't it? It's I've only very been to American. one. Yeah, I've only been to one, and they had table with photos. I've only been to one because it was such a success. (laughs) They've never done it again. I enjoyed it. There was a table with loads of photos on, so I picked up one of the photos, and there was a lady there who supposedly been in the same class, and I was thinking, I can't remember who she is, because she's now, like, God knows how many decades older. And we're looking at this photograph, and I couldn't recognise many people. I thought, well, I should recognise them at that age. You know, you go back in time. Mm. And I said, I can't really see anybody. I really should. Oh, no, well, that's not our class. I said, but... But this is our class is reunion. That a promotional picture <laughs> yeah, that they put children. in the frame just to make them go like that. Look, this is what, what kids we would have liked. <laughs> yeah, Sadly, what, the ones of you were all destroyed. <laughs> this, yes, they do them in colour nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Apparently, they felt that the number of photos they'd got of our class, yeah. the, the number of photos in our class was small, yeah. so they'd thrown a few extras in just to confuse to people like bump me. the numbers up. Yeah, which is completely That's silly. That's weird. There were also, at that reunion, there were three ladies sat, and after an hour or so, I'd got to know, you know, remember quite a lot of people, and these three ladies had hardly interacted with anyone other than themselves. And I said, who are they? And they said, they were here when we came, but we'd booked this table and they'd sat here, presumably having their coffee, yeah. thinking, oh, there's a nice free space. And we were too polite to tell them. So everybody sat around them. And these poor three women are probably thinking they're very rude or sitting around. And they didn't get up and go. So they had their coffee morning in the middle of this class reunion. School reunion. Yeah. Did you, did you catch up with anyone and thought, gosh, they've done well for themselves or they look the same or... I think two or three people look pretty much the same. And I thought, Mm. gosh, I'll know you straight away. But most people hadn't. A lot of people were going, oh, Graham, you're well known, you worked on Dancing with the Stars, Strictly Come Down, Oh, so you were the success story. Uh, Yeah, how bad was that? God, it was low. It was really low. (laughs) 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 They're like that. (laughs) There's Graham, he's done music for Dancing with the Stars. There's Brian, he does optometry. (laughs) I mean, he saved the school single-handedly. And the last of blasts. (laughs) We've made a bust of Brian. <laughs> I was talking to one lady who was the wife of the mayor of Grimsby, so mm. she was the, I think, mayoress. Past by, tense. 
What did she do? Kill him? <laughs> well, I don't know. But she was no longer mayoress oh. at the time I spoke to her, like Probably two years previous. Yes. Probably a Mary scandal. <laughs> yes, if modern age middle life had been going at that time, we could yeah. have interviewed her and We could have done, we could have got to the, the story. of why the mayoress is now the ex-mayoress. There were some cheery old souls. There mm -hmm. was one person there I didn't recognise and he was in the year below everybody else, hmm. but he'd been invited along, I think, because people felt he needed to be cheered up. And when he left, after an hour or so, I said, oh, well, I might see you at the next one. And he said, if I'm still alive, and off he trundled. Nice. So he was in that, you know, like, okay. I, I don't go to any of my school reunions because you know they just want to tap you up for money. Do you know what I mean? You know that it's a premise to get you to come back and get all nostalgic about the good old days and then they can say right at the end if you'd like to make a direct bank transfer. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> yeah. the school's involved in it? Yeah, because it's a private... Oh. It's, but it's a private school, so they get paid a load of money, so I don't want to have to go back, relive the nightmares of boarding school okay. and then have to write them a cheque, which is going to be a very low amount because I'm cheap. Yeah. So... A lot of people do contact me through Facebook from my old school and then say, you get chatting, it's like Monday Waitrose, chatting about who do you know, who do you still see, what's your family life like? And then it becomes quite clear in the conversation that actually they're not trying to find me, they're trying to find somebody else. They've yeah. just found me on somebody Facebook worthy. and I'm a conduit. <laughs> <laughs> You're a conduit. So it quite quickly goes from, these are pictures of my kids, my kids are gorgeous, look at these, this is my lovely family life I live in, such and such, brilliant, brilliant. Where are your kids? And I've literally sent like half a photograph of the tortoise before they go, do you still keep in touch with JB? <laughs> and I'm going, no, I don't. And then all of a sudden the messengers so stop. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like your reference half a tortoise, which you taught, which is what schools do. It was fascinating that you've just mentioned paying a cheque to your boarding school yeah. people. Because in Grimsby, where I come from, we were before cheques. You know, when I did the reunion, the probably cheques hadn't arrived there yet. So they'd only pay cash. Hmm. But nowadays, even people who sell the magazine for homeless people... Yes. The big issue. They will what take is the Apple issue? Pay. So they're mm. taking Apple Pay. Your schools are still out of date with checks. Oh, I mean, no, who they uses wouldn't. Checks? They wouldn't. They would take pints of blood if they thought they could get money. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The private school sector, they're very imaginative. <laughs> they know how to. They'll take bone marrow. They'll flog it on the black market or the dark web. They don't care. They'll get some decent money for that. And they're like that. We've got a collection box, but really, we want something we can sell. <laughs> you can either give us a kidney, bone marrow, or one of your kids <laughs> which one would you like to donate <laughs> i don't know you know you were saying that your friend had had the fraudster the israeli general yeah i also got a phone call because when you're doing stand-up comedy much like you when you're doing stuff that's in the public eye people can find you on social media and i don't always remember if i've met them somewhere which we've established if they're a friend or if they're someone that just wants to follow my social media and then they might come to my gigs etc etc or they might just send me send me rude texts I don't know, it's a whole myriad out there now. And this guy, who was a friend of my cousin's next door neighbour in Wales, so completely <laughs> tenuous link, right? Oh, tenuous link. He asked to be my friend on Facebook, and I thought, what's the harm? He looks about 894, so let's just let him be my friend. Okay. So I let him be my friend. And then I started to get these little messages, and it's just like a single little line that goes, hello. Oh. And you go back and you go, hello. <laughs> and they go, how are you? And you go, fine. 
how are you? And they go, <laughs> fine. And you really want to message back, how long is this going to take until you get to the point? Yeah. Because I'm really busy. But I didn't, and I was really polite, thinking he was an older man, and this is probably him getting to grips. He then went, I am getting to grips with Facebook. So if you can give me any advice, that'd be great. I said, no problem. If you've got any questions, just let me know. Oh, mistake. Oh, I know. Hour and a half, I was on the phone to him. What, traditional phone talking? Yeah, he rang me through Facebook Messenger, because oh. you can do that. So an hour and a half, and by an hour and 25 minutes, I had to say to him, we've never met, have we? And he went, no. And I went, OK. Why don't you come to silence. my house for coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got Amanda in the kitchen if you want to pop over. We'll, we'll make room. Yes. <laughs> um, well, well. He said, and I went, uh, and there was this really awkward silence. And I said, I think it's uh, possibly best if I go now. And he and it, it, he just went, I'm just kind of a bit lonely. Oh. It was really quite oh, sad. That is sad. I know. But then he tried to ring me every day. Oh. So then I had to block him. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so. probably best. But it's worrying this, um, you inviting everybody around to your house for coffee. The only time you and I have been together and I've had a coffee was at the Guildford Fringe during the live podcast when you took the mickey out of it and even on stage told people that I was the person who, instead of having a proper drink, like a pint of bitter, decided to have a coffee. That's true. That is very true. But I thought you were going to go with the fact that I quite happily will invite people I've never met to my house. Well, that's... But when have you ever been to my house, Graham? Uh, well... Never. <laughs> I have. But somebody was talking about this, and I've been to your house, but not the inside of your house. You've only allowed me in the garden. I go round, and it's like, oh, you, stay out in the garden with the thing, while us lot have fun in the house. This is because I know you too well. It's when you passed me the bucket with a sponge in it and said, if you're not doing anything, the windows need <laughs> a bit. the windows it's, it's been a lot of rain, a bit of dirt on the windows for us. Yeah. It is worrying, though, that I'm so trusting. Yeah. It is a bit worrying that I'm quite, I'm quite trusting. I think that everybody has good intentions. Yeah, to invite somebody round when you don't know. That was, I, I was pretty confident that I knew that person. I didn't invite the little old man that wanted a chat. You see, a test for you would be that reverse lookup. Say, send yes. me a photograph of yourself. Yes. I will do a reverse lookup. And if it work. comes up, you know that they're on the internet and they're worthy. But if it comes up, the, the man in Wales, yeah. he, he wouldn't be he's on not, there. He's not coming no, around. Don't. I had another one as well. <laughs> You had another, another incident. Another incident. Okay. Where someone WhatsApped me from a number I didn't recognise. This is the problem. There are so many channels, so many different ways of getting to people now. It's yeah. kind of a bit concerning. Mostly owned by Facebook. <laughs> Mostly, yeah, In yeah. Instagram, <laughs> WhatsApp, yeah. All owned by yeah. Facebook. So this girl contacted me and said, I don't mean to worry you, but I've had a little bit of an accident. I've had to go into hospital. The, the kids are being looked after, but I need you to send me some money. And I went, who is this? And this woman said, it's Sarah. And I have got a really good friend of mine, Sarah, who's got kids. And if she had injured herself and gone into hospital, that is the sort of message she would send me. But I was like, this doesn't feel very right. And I started to panic and think, oh, my God, I hope Sarah's OK. So I messaged back and it became very clear that this person was not Sarah. She asked me to send money in phone cards. 
Sarah would not be asking for phone cards. Sarah would rather be dead and rolling in her grave before she asks for phone cards. One of those scams that thinks everybody knows a Sarah, so I'm going to try my luck. If I phone enough, somebody's going to. How clever is that? Mm. That's quite sneaky. But then she also misjudged the recipient because, you know, middle class white woman is not going to be sending phone cards to a hospital. No. No. And even then, it wasn't to be sent to hospital, it was going to go somewhere else random. How many million? did you send to the Nigerian gentleman that contacted you? He said week? I'd won the Spanish lottery. I know, it was ter- too much of a good opportunity not to miss out on. Disappointing. And for he said you. he'd marry me. <laughs> <laughs> he said we were in love. Yeah. Well, I, I but we admit. all get fooled every day, don't we? Do we? <laughs> Sorry, I'm still what busy dusting. Say, I'm still busy dusting my social <laughs> <Facebook> media page. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Media Music in association with Mac Entertainment.